All right, guys. <clears throat> Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast with Kevin and the Care 27 group. I appreciate you guys listening. And today I have one of my best friends that I've ever met in the last few months who has helped me out a lot. <clears throat> and he is one of the most baddest killers that comes in sales. He can sell anything. He can sell you a pen. Mr. Mr. Omir, how are you doing today? I'm fired up, Kevin. Good to be here. Dude, I, I appreciate you being here. Um, I know a lot of people know how much uh, you mean to me, dude. You, you're, you're fucking, you're one of my closest friends, dude. I appreciate you a lot. And uh, <clears throat> I appreciate you taking the time to listen um, and, you know, talk with us. So the purpose of uh, today is just kind of like give people a little bit of an idea of, you know, the entrepreneurship and your, your, you know, your goals and what you've done and what you've been through and stuff. Kind of like, you know, looking back at the past, like a little bit of your struggle, kind of like where you're at now and then kind of like the future of where you're trying to be. Yeah, it's crazy because uh, almost exactly three years ago, I was another college student um, that was striving to make make his parents proud and didn't really have direction. I knew that I didn't want to be in school. And um, thankfully, right, in the end of the day, Kevin and I met, you know, we met through the online space. But in the end of the day, I believe every person is destined um, to be in the position they're in based on the people they surround themselves with. So I think fully one thing that I did do right is I surrounded myself with some killers earlier on. Um, One of them being Marcos, who's one of my best friends and one of my biggest mentors in life. Um, and he, back in like 2017, he started a digital marketing agency. He flew out to Colorado, he built it. And I used to live with him in Georgia. And we used to like, we watched Ty Lopez videos together. Uh, but the difference between him and I was that he was really serious about it while I was just spending my money, smoking weed, not really, you know, didn't really see this being my thing. I just, I didn't know where this was going to take me. Um, but he took, he took it serious. And when he moved to Colorado, uh, a few months later, he, um, he met Joel Kaplan, who I, I know Kevin is familiar with. Um, being both of our mentor now and him and Joel partnered up on the agency and they went after chiropractors. They didn't really know what they were doing, but thankfully they, you know, started figuring things out slowly, but surely. And um, I always stay in touch with Marcos, right? He, this guy I lived with, he made me pay almost no rent. Like his family always took me under his wing. Like he, he really, he really did help me out a lot. So uh, come August, 2018. So this was almost uh, two and a half years ago. He, offered me to come work for him. And they were doing about $20,000, $30,000 a month. Um, at the time I was like, holy shit, that's a lot of money, but I'm gonna turn it down. And I actually turned it down. I actually did not wanna go work with them because I was a college student. I was working for Uber. I just got a job at Whole Foods. I was working out, life felt like I was on the right track. And it's crazy because I turned him down and I remember Joel called me. Joel and I only met one, one, or, one, or, other, one or two other times. And, um, he like forced me to do this. He literally was like, dude, this is going to be the biggest mistake of your fucking life. If you do not trust in us and actually make this happen. And I try, and you know what? I, I trusted him, but I was just like, I, I still need time to think about it. He just, he still didn't close me. So now my best friend offered it to me. Uh, Marco, uh, Joel called me and then I was driving for Uber. I remember it was like Friday, August, I want to say like August 6th, August 7th, something like that. Um, and I was driving for Uber and I remember asking three passengers in a row. Like I was already contemplating doing it, but I was, just, I was like, let me ask these three passengers. Because at the time I was always having conversations on my Ubers, you know, I'm a 21 year old kid. Let me see if, you know, what, what these people are about. And um, all three, my last rides of the night were like, if you don't do this, you're a fucking idiot. You have all these, you have an opportunity to come back home. You worst case scenario, you can go back to school, go with your parents. You have this opportunity to do this one time. 
And I remember calling my best friend. He's saying the same thing. And they called my sister. And, you know, we were, I was just like tearing up emotional. I was like, I think I'm going to do this. So August 10th, I, I, I came back home that Friday night after I turned Joel and Marcos down. This was like within a week. I turned them down and then I come home and I sit my parents down and I'm like, hey, listen, mom, dad, like, I don't know. How, I don't know what they're doing. I have no idea how it's going to happen. Somehow, some way I'm going to make it work. And they were crying. They didn't know what to do. I didn't have any money. I had only a few hundred dollars to my name. Uh, they gave me like a hundred bucks. I think I had a total of like $250. And I told them Friday night. And then by Sunday, I was already driving. So by Sunday, I got in my car and I drove from Georgia to Colorado to Joel's house. And I remember driving for like 18, 19, 20 hours. I only got like two hours of sleep. And as soon as I got there, I started working. Like, I'm not even fucking kidding. Actually, true story, Joel probably doesn't know this, but I actually had another friend in Colorado and I actually smoked like a little bowl right before. Got a little high. <laughs> no idea, by the way. On your gotta, re- gotta relax a little bit, huh? <laughs> I know, but it was, it was actually, it, got, it gave me severe anxiety because it was my first day of, of, of work and I'm already, weed already stresses me out sometimes. And I was already high and I was having, having, having to make all these like asana and slack tasks and just thinking in my head, man, I think I made the right decision, but I don't know yet. And Kevin knows this. A lot of people that know my story, um, I didn't close, you know, I, I got there August 10th and I was actually on salary. The reason I got there is I told them like, like guys, I have no money. So you guys have to pay me immediately. So they actually, as soon as I got there, they handed me $2,000 for the month. And that August, September, October and November and December, I was on salary. So they paid me close to $10,000 in five months where I only closed like one or two deals. I didn't even close a deal for like three and a half months. Thankfully, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They weren't running ads. They didn't know they weren't familiar with, um, you know, really they, they, all their clients that they got to get to 20, 30 K a month was hundred percent organic. So there wasn't, there was pressure on me, but there wasn't. So, um, come January, 2019, they sat me down. I actually just talked about this. They sat me down and said, Oh, we love you. Like you've done great. You're, you're really putting the work in. You have not done great. Sorry, but you put in the work in <laughs> the results have not shown. So they put a quote on me. They said, hey, listen, if you don't sell 6K this month, a whole month to sell three packages, our packages are $2,000 a month, um, you're going to have to uh, find a job or now the opportunity. And I told this to Kevin when I met him. I told him that most people either thrive or deprive under pressure. That's the, you, you have two options. If you're under pressure, you're either going to succeed or you're not going to succeed. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna go underground. I'm one of those people. And so is Kevin, where if you put pressure on us, right, for him to feed his kid, to pay his rent, he's going to find a way. Like he's going to find a way. Same thing with me is I'm going to find a way. I'm not going to make that fucking drive back to Georgia. There's no way I'm driving through Kansas again. Um, So thankfully that week, I literally closed 6K and then I ended up closing like 10 to 20, 30K in that month. And I made uh, close to over $200,000 in commissions in 2019 from being completely broke and not knowing what the heck or what the hell to do. So it was crazy, bro. It, it, it took, you know, looking at it now, it took, it took a lot of time. And I really believe that when you are a hundred percent committed into the profession you're in and you're committed to the clientele that you're in, the way Kevin is with real estate agents, the way I am with real estate, with agencies, you're going to find a way. There's just going to be a way. And I actually just got off a coaching call with two gentlemen. They're also in the real estate niche. And I told them like, guys, you are literally, the reason you're at, I don't know if they're at 4k, 5k a month, and they've been doing this for quite some time is not because you guys don't want to make more money. Everybody wants to make more money, but it's because you guys are not aggressive enough. You guys say you want to make more money, but your actions don't actually represent that. So it took me a while, bro. It was, it was, a, it was a long journey. And I feel like, you know, I feel like I, I I'm, I'm finally leveling up. I think Joel and I we were talking about today. We were finally like, we're finally leveling up. We're finally like finally stepping into the worlds we want to be. And what's crazy. And I told you the same thing, Kevin, is that we're just getting started. So mm-hmm. 
now we have, you know, uh, I was able to scale Atlas Digital to, which is uh, the agency from 40K a month to well over 250K a month. They did over $3 million in 2019, around 2 million in 2020 with COVID obviously being down. So f over $5 million in collection in back-to-back -back years. Um, and then I work now for a com company that's up and rising to a, an eight-figure company. So it's been a blessing and it's super humbling because I get to speak with people like you that thank me every day. And I'm like, damn, I'm just, a, I'm just a small town Jew, you know, I don't even know what I did, but something I did is right. I did something right. So yeah, yeah. when you do something wrong, a lot of times, it just uh, compounds. So yeah. Yeah. And I, and I know a few people know, but not everybody that's listening because, you know, a lot of people that listen, uh, they don't know about our group and stuff. But uh, like, I, I will tell you, like, Omir changes people's lives to the point that like, Omir, you want to tell them what I did, dude? What I did when, when I told you, when you told me you were leaving to Colombia, what, what did I do, bro? This man got on a one on, a, on I don't know if it was one way, but this man got on a flight from San Francisco to San Diego, literally the weekend before I flew out. So he came to see me, I think it was like Thursday, mm -hmm. uh, Thursday, right? And we, yeah. went, we we met up every single day that, I think it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then I literally packed my bags and flew out Sunday. Yeah, man, that's that's how much this guy had changed my life. Like it, this guy was just, he was always, he's, he cares, right? That's that's the thing with you, man, you care. You, you're, you're a caring person. You, 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 and it's always funny, you always tell people like, hey, you know, if I did it, you could do it. <laughs> and it's yes. like, no, man, it's, it's, it's uh, obviously you had that drive, right? You were hungry. You're hungry and you wanted to push. 100%. I put myself in situations where I have to succeed. Otherwise, I, I, I know what the, you know what plan B is, Kevin. Shining down the agency and going to work at the bank. Yeah. I know plan no, B is going to my parents and like going to find a job somewhere in Johns Creek. I know what plan yeah. B is. I knew. Now that's not even plan B. But I knew back then what plan B was. Right? I know yeah. if this, this sales thing doesn't work, I can get another job in a, in a sales position. I know that. So when you know what plan B is and you're very aware of what plan B is, you have to be aware that at any moment you don't put in the work, plan B becomes plan A. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. No, and, I, and I mean, uh, for, for you, I mean, it, it's been going great now, but definitely, you know, it, it's the same story that I hear from a lot of people. And it's always just, you got to struggle and you got to get through it. And I think through that struggle, um, and you tell me if I'm wrong, but I think through that struggle is when you really find yourself if this is something you want to do or you don't want to do. Dude, it was crazy because um, you know how much I love music. And when I started with Atlas, I was just thinking about this the other day. Uh, literally within a month, my favorite artist who I grew up with, shout out to Mac Miller, passed away, right? Overdose and all that stuff. And that really hit me home because I feel like I grew up with him. And then my team. So like one thing I love, two things I love outside of business is sports and, um, and music. And my team, the Colts, shout out to the Colts, were fucking awful in 2018. They were like one in five. They couldn't win games. Um, but what's crazy is they, they, it was weird because that was the first time in my life that I got, I got actual inspiration from watching a football team because we started at one of five, right? We won one game, lost five. That's terrible. Like you're out of the playoffs. You're, you're terrible. We ended up winning eight of the next, like whatever, nine games, made the playoffs, won a playoff game. And that was exactly, I swear to God, Kevin, I, right around that time is when I started picking things up. It's right around that time. It was like, I don't know what it was. If it was like, if we were working in, in uh, if it was like a, uh, a synchronicity or whatever it is. So yeah, man, it was a struggle, bro. I believe that I really, I'm a believer now knowing where in the position I'm in that nothing great comes from being great. Nothing great comes from just being great. Like you're not great from day one. It's very rare for you to be great. There's not, becoming an anomaly in sales, becoming an anomaly in business is very rare. So people that struggle like myself, like Marcos, like you, when you do get to 30, 50, 100K a month and you do get to buy yourself a house and you do get to enjoy your time, bro, it's worth it so much more. It's so much more worth it. It's crazy yeah. because um, like you and me, one thing that we relate on, most most people didn't believe in us, right? 
your ex, my my mom, like they just didn't believe in us. They didn't think that we're gonna be at the position that we're at. Now my, we're just my, old, my old friends, yeah. No, I get yeah, it. Yeah, friends. It's crazy. And my friends, same thing with my friends. I don't think they were like against me, but they definitely didn't think I was gonna be at this position. If I told them when I left in 2018, like yo, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna make six figures, I'm gonna bro, I hired 15 of my friends. Like they have jobs inside of agencies because of me, because I didn't quit. Yeah. I didn't get yeah. fired, right? So it's like it's a complete blessing. I I really believe that in life you have to go through this trials and tribulations and getting punched in the face so much. Most people quit after getting punched in the face one or two times, but I got punched in the face and spat out and that for so long that eventually now I'm like, look at me now, right? So, yeah. Yeah, you're like that Chris Brown song, huh? Look at me now, I'm getting paper, huh? Look at me now. <laughs> no man, I think I'm. Uh, I know I definitely agree with you. You know, and I and I and I'm with you on that. I don't think that sometimes people don't. They're not against you. I just think that it's just hard for them to believe because, you know, they have this mindset where, and, and mindset is everything, right? And they have this mindset where, you know, um, dude, that's that's hard, that's hard, right? I mean, I know my story is a little bit different. I don't want to get into my story because I want to know about you. But, you know, with me, like I had a good job. I didn't have yeah. a bad job. I had a good career. I had yeah. an amazing career, but um, yeah. I walked away. You know, I walked away to go try to do something that, you know, freedom. I didn't even know anything about, right? I think you want so, freedom. Yeah, I mean, it was all about the freedom, man. I mean, even yeah. uh, even now working, you know, um, another company, I work commission only, kind of like you do, right? So it's like, it's freedom, freedom, you know? It's, it's, it's someone got, one of my friends got a stated on himself and it's uh, freedom is priceless. Fucking mm -hmm. love. I love yeah, that. Man. Yeah. And, and I think I think you can relate with me now that uh, you talk about the whole plan B, right? And, and I think now um, something I've talked about with some people when I tell them, like, oh, man, if, if things don't work out, I'll figure it out. And they're like, would you go get a job? And I'm like, no, I'll just find something else to do. Yeah. I think you, you could probably relate to that, right? 100%. Yeah. Plan B for me is not getting a job. Plan B is like, what other businesses out there? What other startup can I work with? Can I, what, what, yeah. where, where can I work? It's, it's, I, I cracked the code on me making money for the rest of my life. I really believe that. I believe that for the rest of my life, I will never make less than six figures. So, and that to me is like, to me, six figures is like, we, you and I both know six figures ain't shit. Like you're high-fiving each other. Like could, could cool. Seven yeah. figures. Enough. I'm, I'm trying to get in order for me to get generational wealth, retire my parents, retire my family, really make a fucking name for myself where I didn't graduate from college. I barely graduated from high school. My parents didn't come for money. My dad works in Uber. My mom works, my mom works in the office making 20 K a year. Like, we did not, I didn't come for money. I'm not like that. People are like, oh, you're Jewish. You're rich. I'm like, bro, I fucking wish. Like, no, my parents are not rich. <laughs> we have, there's no way. So for me, um, you know, they were actually my biggest inspirations because as my, I love them to death, but I wanted my life to be nothing like theirs. I saw how hard they work and their reward was not, it didn't make sense to me. I saw the fact that they kept on telling me to go to school. They didn't even go to school, but they forced me to go to school because that was like the way, right? I was always the kid that taught what they never really wanted to bring up. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I hire all their college friends that graduate from school they don't have they can't find jobs they come to me to find a job right so it's like it's funny because i believed in this shit and this mindset stuff like people are like how did you get to the, get this mindset how did you get to become like how did you have this mindset more bro to be honest with you bro most of my day i spent that when i know i'm not on sales calls or on stuff like that I, I listen to a lot of music that motivates me i told this kevin like the reason i love rap so much is because i feel like all these songs tupac biggie mac miller eminem like i feel like they're writing songs about me I'm like, damn, these guys are writing so many songs about me. This is so great. Like I sing it out loud in the shower. I'm like, these motherfuckers are writing songs about me. Reading books, right? Read and listen to podcasts. I love, in my head, I'm like, how do I become someone like Joe Rogan, right? Love Joe. You have to surround yourself with people like that, right? So I realized that it, it all boils down. To, the reason I'm at where I'm at right today, yeah, I'm, I'm working hard. I'm, I'm <coughs> smart. 
But the number one reason is because I was able to surround myself with people like Kevin, right? Because if I stop working today, dude, Kevin's going to fight the Colombian and punch me in the face. Like, there's just no way. And I don't want to get punched in the face by an by a amateur boxer going to be a professional boxer. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I know that there's too many people counting on me. So when there's too many people counting on you, you don't want to fail. Yeah. Most of the people that may be listening to this or will be listening to this at some point, there's not enough people counting on you. Maybe just a couple of people. And you're like, I let the dominant. It doesn't matter. I have literally hundreds of people counting on me. Not, no, I don't know if that sounds braggadocious. I'm really not trying to come braggadocious on this where I feel like every day I have to level up and do something, do something extraordinary in order to make ends meet to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm with you, man. And, and, you know, something, uh, something you said there that really, you know, caught my attention and it's something I like to always share with people is, um, you know, and this is a super old saying, right? Yeah, you really become who you surround yourself around 100%, man. And, uh, yes. And that is absolutely zero disrespect to anyone that I've hung out with in the past. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we all have our different lives. We all find different happiness in different ways, right? So some people love to work that line of five lives. Some people work, love to do those things. And that's great, you know, no disrespect. No but disrespect. Um, for me, it was, that's not what I wanted. And so I definitely yeah. understand what you mean. Because when I started, I started surrounding around um, a lot of these people, you know, um, yeah. through social media and stuff. And, you know, before I even came into the group where I met you, I met somebody else who was doing really good in the agency world, right? And he, and he was actually really, really fucking cool. And I still talk to him and I still talk to him every week. And he's actually kind of like a coach coach of mine. And um, then I met you, you know, and then I started talking to other people around there, you know, Samantha, a lot of Justin Connor, a lot of these people, right? And and, and uh, your mindset changes, man. And and honestly, and not just like talking to them online, but like, like when I met you and, and everybody knows this now, the day I came back from Colombia, dude, Dude, you can ask my girl, bro. Everything just took off, bro. Everything. Everything took off. And uh, and it was just like a whole mindset change. Because, you know, like, um, no disrespect to you, but like you even said this yourself all the time. It's like, if I could do it, anybody could do it. When I met you and I was like, damn, Omir's just like a regular guy just like me. Like, he's he's just a regular guy who just hustles. And I was like, damn, I'm fucking slacking. So I came back and it just changed my whole mindset, right? And it was... Uh, you, you're right, you know, you, you say it all the time. It's, it's who you surround yourself around, who you're spending time around, or who you're talking to, who's counting on you, right? And and um, you get to a point where people do count on you, right? In the beginning, everybody wants to take you down and, yep. you know, hate on you. But when you start surrounding around the right people, those people actually cheer for you. And uh, I know for me, like, I'm very thankful because you're always, you always got my back and a lot of other people always got my back. So I know you probably yeah, feel the same way. It's 100%, bro. It's crazy because um, we never met before, a month or two or two months ago. Right. And I felt like same that what you said, I felt like I have your, you had my back. I have your back and I want everybody that comes my way, whether you're a client or not. And I, you know, I, I, there's a lot of people that are non seven FA that I like talk to regularly, whether they're an agency owner or not, it's not about just selling you. Like, I know I can sell anyone. I don't care about that. It's about actually like giving back and it comes back. Right. I knew that if I knew that even if you like you were in our in in group for like a few months, right. Going to some stuff, whatever. I knew that as long as I'm here and as long as I'm providing value, at some point, you're gonna come back. I don't care if it's this year, if it's next year. You're gonna, you're gonna come back because you're gonna want to be a part of what we're building because you see it just from my point point of view. And then you get to meet someone else like Samantha that's getting success. And now you have you have other killers in in, in the real estate niche. And there's other other industries that you get to surround yourself with. So, dude, it's 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 amazing because um, I really wish some people got to enjoy the the reaps of what this life is because dude, if you told me two and a half years ago, I wouldn't have to really worry about money as much. I'm taking care of myself hundred percent. I live in a foreign country and, um, I get to do literally what the, whatever I want to do. Um, 
I would be like, okay, Kevin, you're fucking crazy. Like, I don't think it's going to happen two and a half years. And here we, here we are, you know, like I have a plan now to like retire my mom. Like I literally have a, like, I literally have a plan in mind of how I can retire my mom successfully without like I'm retiring her. You know what I mean? Like I have a plan of how, like I can take my care of my family. Like what, what will the next step look like? And it's crazy, bro. One of the things I noticed, one of the things I noticed was, um, when you in the beginning, no one pays attention. Nobody cares. And most people, most people don't care if you succeed or not. They actually want you not to succeed so you can come back and, and, and do the same bullshit that you did before with them. But when you start making money and you start becoming more noticeable and you have clients that believe in you and you have clients that have testimonials with you, then people start paying attention. I have people reaching out to me from, I had someone the other day that, you know, we're cool. We're friends, but he was never like my best friend ever, ever. He was never my best friend. He was my neighbor. We, we hung out a few times in high school. We hung out a few times in middle school, but we were never like, he had his own group. I had my own group and he was also a year older than me. And it's crazy. He called me out of nowhere, just asking for suggestions, all that stuff. And I gave him some of my time, you know, 20, 30 minutes, gave him my fucking spiel, all that stuff. And I was like, David, you know, what's crazy is because if I wasn't successful right now, you would never call me. And he's like, well, dude, no, that's not true. I'm like, David, it's okay. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this because I know, because this is the same thing for you. Maybe if I saw you were killing it and I was in your position, I would call you, but you and I are not like close friends to where you're going to call me out of nowhere just to see how I am. You wanted advice from me, but two years ago, you would have never called me. You never called me. So it made me realize I'm like, Damn, I want more people like that because I really want to help more people than they actually think. And it's not to me, it's not about the money. Like you and I, Kevin, we know we talked about this when you when we met. We cracked the code on how to make money. You know that you can go back to the to, to bank and make six figures. So you you know that your daughter will never go starving. That fucking feels pretty good. And I know that I can take care of myself forever for as long as I need to. Maybe if I had, you know, uh, I, a wife and a kid, I'm, I'm I'm sure I can take care of them too. But most people don't know that. And most people are scared, especially with COVID and, you know, there's all these uncertainties and the market being done and crypto's up and then crypto's down and then market is up. Like there's too many uncertainties. So when you're certain about something, especially when it's about yourself and your abilities and your skills, bro, that people, more people need to be heard. And I think, um, I really think that most people are selfish, bro. I really do think that I used to not think that, but I think most people are selfish and they don't, don't see the upside. They don't see what they can actually, what, what can actually happen with the positive is, but yeah, man, it's crazy, bro. We're, we're fucking blessed. No, no, for sure, man. And um, I like what you said there with the, you know, the whole bringing up the stock market and, and crypto and investments and stuff. And really, like, the biggest thing you can invest in is yourself. You know, yeah. crazy. No matter what stocks out there, no matter what it is, biggest investment you can make in is yourself. You know and I mean? I, I know you. You, you call me. Uh, everybody started to call me that now, too. Everybody calls me on Care 27. Care 27. They don't even call me my name anymore. And it's funny because... Yeah. Um, that was my investment, right? My investment was was that. It was my my not even the agency. It was just more of a branding my, my myself yeah. for for my daughter, right? And um, so I, I get it, man. And I know for you, um, you know, kind of to move a little bit more forward to where you're at now. I know uh, you do the sales. You're doing pretty well there, right? Um, you're you're hitting more than way more than six figures, right? But I know you also started something else that I want you to share with people here because there's gonna be some agency owners that listen to this, and I want them to know what you're doing now. Yeah, man, it's pretty crazy. Uh, back in November, uh, late October, November, one of the VAs that I worked with, his name was Pablo. Um, we, exactly a year ago, we actually uh, got stuck in Colombia together. Me, him, and like three other people, Marcos being one of them, um, his girlfriend at the time, and another person. So five of us got stuck in Colombia. We literally could not leave. There was no flights in and out. <clears throat> so we got stuck in, a, in this big ass house together. So I got to know everybody like really well. Um, and, you know, this was like literally a year ago today. This was a year ago uh, in March and uh, April of 2020. And then, uh, you know, me and Paulo was staying in touch and whatnot, but in October, he hit me up. He's like, listen, man, 
I fucking love this agency. I love what I'm doing, but I feel stuck. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it. Like, I don't, I don't know if I want to be here. I don't, I it just he felt very uncertain, even though the company is doing great. They do over well over 200 K a month and all that good stuff. Um, and I was like, dude, I honestly don't know. Maybe I can get you finding another VA job. Like, let me get back to you. I don't, I don't really know. And it's crazy that week I actually lost two deals to our, uh, our, uh, competitors strictly because strictly because Kevin, they offer VAs and we don't. We have a better program, better coaching, more content, more value, bigger course, um, more testimonials, everything better. The only reason I lost those two deals is because they offer VAs and we don't. And I was like, damn, I lost two deals because we have VAs and we can't get VAs. Let me hit up Pablo. Let me see if he can get me VAs. I'm like, yo, Pablo, do you think you can get me some VAs, like some nameless VAs, and maybe um, maybe I can I can use them and see what happens? He's like, yeah, man, let me let me get back to you. Literally, Kevin, within that a couple of days, he gave me a hundreds of VAs, literally from Ecuador, Colombia, all that stuff. And I'm like, uh okay wow that was a lot and at the time i was working with a sister so his sister was actually my va he was working in the agency so i'm working with these two siblings and i'm like guys i think we can do i think there's something we, i think there's something here and uh pretty crazy bro like in in the last four and a half five months since november we've done uh right around 40k in rev 100 percent organic we've not spent a single penny on ads we actually just started running ads to get more vas and we got we just got our first sale from running ads which is pretty awesome so um one of my passions is recruiting. I love, I've been hooking up my friends with jobs and now I'm hooking up people from all over the world. Um, Kevin actually got a VA for me, which is pretty, uh, it's pretty awesome. So he, he's, a, he's a testimonial of its own. Hey, hey um, I'm going to tell, tell Ariana to listen to this because I want her to know that she's amazing, dude. Yes, one of the, she's yeah, she's, she's a beast. beast. Dude. She's one awesome. Of that, one of the things I always make sure is like, look, I'm going to find you the right VA. No matter how long it takes us, um, we will find you the right person because sometimes it's not the first person that that's the right person, right? Your first client that you sign up is probably not with you today. Sometimes the first is never the best, right? So, but I really, really see a hole in 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 um in this game when it comes to hiring and trading VAs, and I want to fulfill that. And that's where it came. It literally was an accident. It literally, I, I, some of the greatest things in the world, Kevin, start as accidents. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I was an accident. I don't know if you were, but I was actually literally an accident. Uh, <laughs> I so, mean, yeah, no, it's, it's true, man. You're you're 100 right, right. I, I feel like a lot of things happen. Some of the best things happen in accidents. Another thing I like to think about is a lot of the best things happen when bad things happen. That's, yes. that's one of my mindsets. Like I've always been big on making the negatives into positive, right? So sometimes that also happens. So that's that's great though, man. That's awesome. Because I know that you're killing it over there. And uh, Omir's VAs, man, they're all co- they're all coached. They're yes. all trained. They they go over stuff every single week, man. Uh, they, they, they are amazing. And, and a lot of them speak Spanish too. So guys, if you're looking for a VA yes. and you need somebody that speaks Spanish, man, Omir, Omir's your guy. And, and if he doesn't have one, if he doesn't have what you need, he will find what you need. Like this guy will go out. He will literally probably leave the house while on quarantine in Colombia and go find your VA. Yes, hundred percent. Like I, I, I want to do what's right. Kevin knows that that's my, my integrity matters more than money. Yeah. I'll no, say that's... That integrity matters more than money. And I don't think that's the case for most people. I think money, money, money matters more than integrity. So um, I've built something way too big for it to fall down. So yeah, I'm excited, dude. Exciting stuff. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny. You mentioned that just cause like a few months ago, my VA tried to give me that idea as well. She was like the other VA I had before Ariana, right? She's still around with me too. She was like, we should uh, train VAs and this and that. And I was like, man, I don't know. I was like, I don't know if I could do it. And uh, now, obviously, it's a little bit different. <clears throat> but um, I don't want to take too much of your time, man. So I want to make sure yeah. we kind of, because um, I know we got, we got another call coming up pretty soon. And then, uh, <clears throat> so let's, uh, 
I just want to let people know, you know, where, where can they find you if they need something yeah. from you, you know, kind of like just end goals of what your plans are for this year. And that's about it, man. Yeah. Um, find me in my first name, last name, O-M-E-R block. I'm probably the only Omer block you guys are ever going to meet in your life. So pretty cool, pretty, uh, pretty unique name. I don't say cool, nothing's cool, but uh, pretty unique name. So O-M-E-R-B-L-O-C-H. And, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, the plans is uh, I want to get, I want to get Fava to a six figure, a six figure, a high six figure a year business, like starting to collect 30, 40, 50 K in profit. And I want to take seven figure agency, which is the company I sell for to uh, multiple eight figures this year, um, high eight figure company and dude, help more clients like yourself, Kevin, like my, one of my biggest prides is going to be when you hit 20, 30, 40, 50, hundred K a month. I'm, I know you're going to show me a sick ass testimonial. So yeah, that's the call, dude. The hundred, uh, uh, my goal was 200 K at, um, 200 K before, uh, before the end of the year. So yes, but, I'm excited. Cool, bro. I'm excited. Hopefully people listen to this and take some advice and take one thing away. If not, no worries. I always love talking to you. And uh, either way, either way, it was, no, a, it was a great. No, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate your time, dude. Uh, thank you so much. And everybody, you know, hopefully they listen, got something out of this. And if you guys yes. ever need anything and you can't find Omir, just reach out to me and I'll, I'll find Omir for you. Yes, there we go. I love All that. Right, All right, man. You have a good day. Yes. Bye.